0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. McFarlane. McFarlane. Uh, McFarlane. Thank you, McFarland Energy, for powering us through this fine baseball season, and this is a hallmark moment. Because we're doing this podcast live from California, California, LA, Los Angeles County, whatever you want to call it. Culver City, baby. Culver City. We were down. I was at Muscle Beach. You were in Santa Monica. We, we've done all the cliche things. And you know what else we did in the cliche thing today, Coop? Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, but also the sunshine on us today. Literally
1: and figuratively, is that a cliche that happens to everyone every day? Literally and figuratively, unless you're living in a cli- unless you're living in a cave. Uh, yes, well, sometimes we do feel
0: like we're living in caves, but not today. Literally and figuratively, the sun shined on us. We were out and about at all star fest at the all star festivities. You and I, uh, you were the straw that stirred the drink. You were the you were the guy. You were what the person everyone's talking about at the all star festivities. Um, congratulations for that, and I. I, 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 made I it. had one hit. You're being nah, you're being nah, way nah, too nah, nah. you're let's being listen, way listen. too nice. Listen, you get, as we all know, you can't spell scoops without coop. You had and some good
1: Mookie Bet stuff. Easy. Don't sell yourself short. Just,
0: let's like pump the brakes, okay? Right. Pump the brakes. You were the star of the day, and so to set the scene here, coop and I out at the All Star game today was the time honored tradition of of the players having to sit in a seat. At a podium or a little like desk for 45 minutes and answer questions. And so, in case people don't know how this works, so we were out here, we were out here for the Futures game. That was a good time, right? Oh, you weren't here for the Futures game. I was about I to was. say
1: you was not here.
0: All right, but it was a good time. You're going to have to take my word for it. You came out, we went to Santa Monica, we went to the Fan Fest. I bought Emerson Latia a $30 drink. He was very unappreciative. Um, but the, okay. you took a sip from it. I mean, so, so in I these mean, challenging what, what? times, is that, was that really? So I bought Emerson, Emerson Lotzi, of course, of DraftKings. I bought him like a $15 can of something or other. And I just was curious what it tasted like. I can't take a sip of it.
1: I mean, you fountain it. I, wh- what? You I, fountain it. You uh, you 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 get a little air hang on that, and then you just anyway. I didn't like like blow a
0: snot in it or anything. No, nothing. I just took it anyway. I saw so, I saw a tongue linger. I, <laughs> 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 he could have given it back, if, but he didn't. He kept on chugging it all the way, all the yeah. Long he day. Did,
1: that's the thing. You can't complain if you if he continues. Nah, No, 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 So uh, so so we've
0: been jetting around here. Um, and part of the, part of the equation is that spoiler alert, we're driving around in a pickup truck, driving around in a a hybrid pickup. I
1: was about to say, not just anything. We're saving the environment, baby. We are. I
0: said, I said, I don't care what you give me, but it has to be a hybrid pickup truck. That's what you have to give me rental car place. And sure enough, they did. So we're cruising. I'm having some problems parking it. I'll be first to admit that not a great parallel parker when it comes to hybrid pickup truck.
1: We're hanging in, we're hanging in jeopardy as we record this right now.
0: Exactly. So, but we've been, we've been trucking literally and figuratively once again, I'll use it once again, we've been trucking along here. And so what happens the day before the all-star game is obviously the home run derby. But before that you have the media availability, like you said, that the players have to stay there first national league, then American league and Coop you had never been to this before and I'm anxious to sort of get your perspective of it, but you know, we were talking the day before, like, okay, you know, what are you going to do? And and I said, like, it's not about the game. It's, it's about this is the players know, And the Red Sox players knew this coming in, right? Xander, JD Devers. I didn't really even talk to Devers because, you know, usually with the Spanish speaking guys, there's such a huge crowd around. i like, and so it's hard to, and then you have to go through the translator.
1: Wasn't there long either. He wasn't bolted. there long. Really? No. bolted? Okay. I would say he stayed for probably two-thirds the time. So, you know, with the Red Sox guys
2: particularly,
0: usually it's the chance or with Judge or whoever, this is a time where they have to answer, like, the contract questions or the trade questions. and And a lot of times what happens if the Red Sox are in it and they need a reliever, right? So we'll go to all the relievers. Hey, hey, what do you think about going to hey, Boston? Yeah.
1: You like the North
0: End? You like exactly. pasta there? I like. I said to, to David Bednar of Pittsburgh. Hey, how do you like Boston? Like, and I'm and as I'm doing, I'm like, well, like, wh- why am I doing this? The Red Sox. We don't even know if they're buying or selling, whatever. But so anyway, you have these players sitting there when Nashley comes out. You prioritize. You know, Mookie is prioritized. Schwarber's prioritized. Uh, you wanted to talk to your guy, Josh Chisholm. She, he didn't show up.
1: Big letdown. Big letdown. I won't hold it against him if I can talk to him tomorrow.
0: I think you'd be able to talk to him. All right. Um, it's the face of fun in baseball right now, not named Joe Kelly. So, um, but so it, it's. I'm anxious to before we get to the uh, the highlights of this day, the day that you have highlighted give me your perspective of it was it what you thought it would be other than and we're not going to get into like the fact that we were outside in and basically we we burnt off five layers of skin doing this oh my we're, gosh i mean <laughs> i don't work,
1: comp. Uh, i don't know if you can see my lanyard tan for the people that watch this back it's not mm, great mm, the lany- yes yes wow what, what an aphrodisiac the
0: lanyard yeah, right? tan yeah I mean, no. It's nobody cares about you laying your tan. They don't. People care. care. I mean, they they don't. You didn't power through anything. This
1: is why I didn't want to bring it up. Any.
0: I might have to power
1: through something like twenty years from now.
0: (laughs) Well, believe me, as someone who's gone through this now, it's all worth it. It is all worth it for the interviews. It was certainly worth it for you today because you dove on in and you got some great content. But once again, (laughs) before we get to that, was it what you thought it would be?
1: Um, as far as media availability and everything, well,
0: the, the whole scene, I mean, this is we talk a lot about this sort of the complete guys. I mean, disorganization. Yeah. Really? That's what I thought. Well, they have the, they have, they set the seat. They have the, uh, the players
1: names. What's they couldn't the, figure out the AL, like AL players were coming out and like, they were just like, where am I supposed to be? My okay. name's well, where it needs to that's be. What, that's what your takeaway was. They found their seat. I mean, you asked me what my take uh, my thoughts going into it. Not so much. I mean like how players would respond, is that what you're looking for?
0: No, I'm just like the 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 dynamic between the media and the players and and whatever.
1: Oh the, it d- the dynamic's weird. Is I it? like I felt bad for the players, not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. Um it, it it because you get like the play like you get like the Shohei Otanis, you get the Mookie Betts, uh, you get like the Albert Pulhos, where everyone just like surrounds them. And then you had like at one point, like <laughs> Jock Peterson and uh, Carlos uh, Radon, like no one around them.
0: I looked over. So I was I went over at one point and I ta- saw Santiago Espinal, which, by the way, oh I'm going to be the first to admit, I didn't even know he was on the team. Late arrival. I didn't even know that he was on, and on the all-star team. But I'm like, oh, holy mackerel, Santiago Espinal, the guy that they traded Steve Pierce for. He's on the All Star team, so I was went over to talk, and there was a couple other people, but I wanted to ask him. I could give you your message to Steve Pierce, but I looked over and and Romano, Justin Romano, sitting there right next to it, and I'm looking at same thing. Like there was zero people there, and I felt like for him, I'm like,
1: dude, just leave, leave. I would. If no one was coming up to me, I I would feel like a, like a sack of potatoes. Like no one, like, what am I doing here?
0: If you're a half hour in. And so these things usually go for like 45 minutes. If you're a half hour in
1: leave, just leave. It's okay. Especially in that heat. Oh yeah. I mean, it's. it's, And attendee was another guy. Like towards the end, he started to get more guys, but I was, I was the first person to ask JD. I wasn't the first person to ask JD a question. Uh, There was another journalist. Uh, so I was second. Okay, okay. You're okay. Uh, oh, another one of
0: your journalist brethren.
1: No, I'm I'm not Big J. Okay. Bad bad boy coop, stealing signs and all that. Okay. Um also they just give free stuff away. I didn't realize that. Wasn't all expecting that.
0: All the time.
1: But yeah, it, it was just kind of like a weird dynamic. And then also some of the questions that they would get were kind of uncomfortable. Like what? Uh at one point I don't I I do know the affiliation. I'm not going to say the affiliation, but like they were going around. They were like, we're asking everyone this question. And like, the question was what's the worst heckling you've ever gotten at a stadium, which I think is like a fair question. And sometimes you hear that when like, you know, if we have Brock Holt on Brock Holt friend of the program, I still wouldn't even be comfortable or I don't know if you would be comfortable asking like, Hey, What's been the worst thing that anyone has ever said to
0: yeah, you? Yeah, but that's not see but that's not it's not like that. It's not like you're saying to the person, "Hey, what was to the, Pete most, Alonzo. What's, what's the most racially charged thing ever like like thrown your way?" This is the heckling thing can be like fun loving, goofy, and that's what they were going for. And and you know, you look at this and it's sort of NFL media day ish like where you have the opportunity, you have some people doing having questions like that. Where they're a little off off the beaten track or wacky, like Liam Hendricks, they're asking what rules would you change? And he, you know, leaned into it about uh, well, I would have pitchers hitting a home run derby or, you know, fight rules, whatever it is. So you get that, but at the same time, like you mentioned, Otani, like, oh, I, like no one's getting near Otani at all because the Japanese media is boom, like four D. Yeah. And they in were Jones, their own for us today.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could see the Which guys. Which is cool to see. I love that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you really would have loved the Dice K Master mm-hmm. Soccer era. Um, but it's, it's one of these things. So the Red Sox had three guys. And I mean, I've been there, I've covered them where they literally had seven, like Yankees' ass. Uh,
1: 2018, we had six. Was it six? Well, Moreland was there, right? So there might have been eight. No, then definitely not eight. Chris Sale was there, correct?
0: Yeah. All right. We'll look it up later, but it's, you can get a lot of guys. So now you have three. You have Devers and Mookie. I'm sorry, Devers and Bogarts and Martinez. And so when, you know, my strategy going in was nationally first, no brainer, Mookie. Boom. We're reuniting after a month and a half. Okay. So, uh, and then, you know, so we ask him all the Mookie questions and he, you know, he talks about how he, it, well, here, listen, listen to what he said about this question. When I asked him about, um, when I asked him about what advice you would give to Xander and uh, Rafi. Is there any advice you would give those guys? I mean, they're in sort of this contractual weird place.
1: Yeah. Is there any advice you would give them? Just, um, you got to do what you want to do, you know. Nah. Don't let anybody make you, force you, do to do anything that you don't want to do. It's just you do what you want to do. do. What's best for your family? There's no right or wrong, you know. There's just a decision you make, and you live with that decision.
2: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
0: All right. So, you know, so Mookie's, you know, he was fine. He was good. He was
1: fine. Generational talent. He's fine.
0: No, I mean, I'm not talking about the talent. I'm talking about quotes. And, And, you know, I will give Mookie a lot of credit. He sat there a long time. He was there a long time.
1: He was the, he was probably one of the first guys out. He was one of the last guys in. Yeah. And he, so, and that's
0: not easy because you know you're going to get, you know, he's the guy. I mean, local guy here. You know, Boston, obviously, angles one of the faces of baseball right now. And I thought he was actually pretty interesting talking about the, the, how David Mart uh, David Ortiz likes watching him as a leader. And how Mookie has evolved as a leader, but he was very honest. Like, listen, I'm not there yet, but maybe someday I'll be there, like David was. All of that. So it was. He was interesting. Schwarber was another guy, you know. But he's such a nice guy, man. He's such a nice guy. But at the same time, it's not electric. You know, it's it's not. He'll he'll always talk with a smile on his face,
1: but like not electric. Is that? A good thing or a bad thing, especially like w- when you have guys and this is this is such a weird dichotomy between, I think, Red Sox and like Patriots, Patriots, you want guys that don't talk, Like you, you get like, oh, the oh are Patriots you me? The Patriots whenever too. whenever you get a Patriots player that gets like a question and they stonewall it like their Bill Belichick, like, people are just like, oh, look at this. This is the patriot way, and then when you get that with like baseball and like you have someone who's robotic, especially with the Red Sox, you have fans that are just like, "Well, I want a player that I can like." No, These guys, well,
0: here's here's the difference, Coop, and the difference is is that with Patriots, when you win
1: as much as they do, you can do that.
0: This is this is a conversation that's been going on for
1: you know, but, forever. But long they, haven't been al- they haven't been along. They haven't been along they haven't been around like new right. England for as long. And they certainly haven't like had that.
0: Well, it doesn't matter. I, people don't care about what the Red Sox were talking about. In Red Sox have been winning just they've been two- there since like Steve Grogan, you know, it's like, it's what we're talking about is how they're viewed. Like this, say in the last, in this, in the modern era of journalism, which is last five years or 10 years. And what that is, is, The Patriots, Bell Belichick, it's not rocket science that he can do what he does because he wins. When he stops winning, as we saw at times recently, and he gives those terrible answers about Jared Stidham, what he's doing here or there, not giving any explanation, he's going to catch heat for it. That's how it works. You're able to do it. When you win and the Patriots all they did was win for a long time, so they could do anything they want. And people so, didn't care. They were like, yeah, to your point, yay, Patriots, for doing that. So if the Red he, Sox if di- the
1: Red Sox don't ebb and flow, because I, Red Sox it's second different. most winning. It's, it's, no. It's, it's
0: because- Dude, it's it's a long season. Like it's it's the the baseball season and the football season, you can't compare because the attitude- there's, there's a ton more access with baseball players, right? There's a ton more access, so there's always going to be more ex- more expect- expectation of talking. You have to talk about stories. You have to talk about anecdotes. You have to talk about particulars. You, it's completely different. It's apples and oranges. And so, but I'm
1: I'm talking about like the the emotion that people have towards that because uh, I I think I think know, Red it, Sox it was- fan. If you're looking at the Boston sports fan they look at the Patriots much different than they, how they look at like the Red Sox. The Red Sox are an institution. Whereas I think like the Patriots are like, they're just something there to keep you entertained. And like, they better keep you entertained. And that's like a very weird thing. Cause when you, when we look at it, who's the, who is the, the, the wonderful woman that called in and left that passionate voicemail. For Xander? Okay. If Allison has a da- or if Xander has a bit of a down year, Do you think Allison is still clamoring that she wants players that she likes?
0: I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not. When you talk about the Red Sox being an institution and the Patriots being like just, uh, I don't even know how you classified it. Like the the, the Red Sox being an institution. The,
1: the The Patriots are a production company.
0: Okay. So let's go back to the Red Sox being an institution. It doesn't like, what does that even mean? The fact is, is that yeah,
1: sure, you because know, you, people so- people expect them to make like. No matter what, they want something that's going to make them feel good, okay. win or lose, because they have had that like instance of eighty six years of losing.
0: Dude, and, you, like, you are you are you are so, you. I love optimist coop. You are the most optimistic there person. There are so many I've depressing ever.
1: things going on out. This is like when you have people that are just like, oh, stick to sports. I need my takeaway, and it's just like, so why are you going to be like depressing about your sports? I,
0: I understand that, but you also have to deal in reality. You think that like. When the Red Sox are losing, uh, when they go six and fourteen in the last twenty games, people are thinking about the institution of the Red Sox.
1: They care a whole lot more than if the Patriots were doing poorly. Well, first
0: of all, that's not true because mm-hmm. football.
1: You think I think Red Sox fans they care more. Than like Patriots, that's well, that's just not true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's there's numbers
0: to back that up. I mean, it's I think that you're in the heart of it. You're in the you you love. I'm, I, I,
1: I'm talking Red Sox fan. I'm not uh, talking I Boston sports fan. No, I, I, under, I understand. Fan compared I understand. I understand that. Fan.
0: I understand that. But at the heart of it, it's like so the Red Sox are selling nine dollar tickets to to try to fill up their their stands these days, and they're not even doing it. They're getting a three quarters full by doing by get, doing this. And it's because they haven't been as good as people wanted. They haven't recovered from the pandemic. The reality is, the Patriots season ticket holders and the sellout streak isn't going away. You know why? Because I and listen. I mean, I want it to be different, but it's not. It's football is football. But I think we're getting off the topic here. I mean, we what are. I want, we what are. Want, you,
1: you, you got me hot and bothered about like yeah, well, people being I mean, not like passionate about.
0: It's well, it's it's people. <laughs> Listen, I mean, they're, they're the, the Red Sox, you ask, can the Red Sox, does it matter what they say? Um, you know, does it matter how they say it? And the answer is yes, yes. it does. Now, you know, when players are boring, you like like, yeah, I mean, players, put it this way, Coop, players can buy themselves a lot of rope in the world of the Red Sox by being media friendly. That's a fact. I mean, it just is. And, you know, I go back to Kevin Millar, bought himself a year, a year being bad that last year. But people don't really, you know, know, they're okay with it for a while. Um, You know, I think even Chris Sale up until recently, up until this year where you have the vaccination stuff and you have the injury stuff, up until that, he was buying himself a lot of time because he did exactly what you want these guys to do, which is... Be accountable. So you know when when you have you know. well, here's here's what I want to dive into in regards to today. Let's start with Mookie. Okay, we talked about this. About I remember when when I talked to Mookie in Chicago earlier this year, and you said you know how you asked like how many people are against Mookie, and I'm like, what are you talking about? People aren't against Mookie. You know, like I just I think think people want him back, and but then. I put up the post about what Mookie said and it was like, wait a second. Why are the, these, these people are still mad at Mookie.
1: That's Twitter is such a bad barometer. No,
0: but I, I understand that, but I didn't even expect that. And, and, and then today um, when we, you know, surfaced the, the, the quote about that like, we played earlier, like it was like, oh, look, you know, he's trying to give these guys bad advice. Like what are you talking about? The only advice he's given is just
1: be do what's best person. by you.
0: Do what's best by you. Like what's but, happening?
1: So I mean, like, is is the bad advice, and also like, I the bad advice thing that's people just wanting Xander or Devers to take hometown discounts, which they shouldn't. Uh, both great ball players, both top tier their position in the entire league. Um, so I hope that they get paid what they deserve. Um, but like, I, I don't know, like, I don't understand like people getting upset about like players wanting to do what's best by them as if they wouldn't do the same thing if they were in that position. And especially like when you look and I, I think that's such a small fraction of what you get, especially if you look at likes compared to the comments, I don't know what you had on that, but for the most part, I think people want to see these players get treated the way they do because they performed well. A. They performed well for the Red Sox, correct? Yes. B. They thoroughly enjoy it because they get an entire season where that's the only thing you pay attention to. Like, regardless if you're just a Boston sports fan in general, you're paying loose like attention to the Red Sox. You see every once in a while something good happen. Every once in a while you see something bad, and you, a certain writer uh, for a certain place will proliferate it. Um, and I think that kind of like draws back on it. I I'm hoping you picked up on that. Um, but for the most part, I think people like dumb idiots like me, romanticize the Red Sox because that's all that they have during the summer. And so they grow that like bond and whether that person's talking or not, they, and like you said, with the Boston thing, they dog it out.
0: <laughs> I just love, I'm going to say it again. I love how optimistic you are,
1: man. You're, you're a guy that doesn't like the all-star game too. No, it's not no really?
0: I no I, well, I'm realistic about it. I'm realistic because like for a long time like there's not there's a difference between between really liking something and really and enjoying something being jaded something. towards it. No, not being jaded but being actually realistic about it. I mean, like, listen, the All-Star game while you were romanticizing about it, I was watching guys leave in the 5th and 6th inning for a game that were trying to tell me that it it mattered because it, it mattered for home field advantage.
1: What does it matter if the play? I mean, like of course does it, matter? What's so it matter. What's it matter? You
0: you should you should care about that because your team, the team that you're romanticizing over, that you're pulling for, that you're saying uh, you know that you're living and dying with all year long, is going to be deciding when they get to the World Series whether or not they have home field advantage because of a spring training game because of these guys are leaving. The important players are leaving. And they did. They, they care so much about this thing that they should care about the All Star Game. Well, they
1: should if 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 it means. Home How did the All Star Game just affect spring training and the World no, Series? It
0: means uh, it basically became what they were doing is that they were saying that this was going to be uh, something that counted whether or not it was home field advantage for the World Series, which you would agree is a big deal, right? Is that a big deal?
1: That's a decent bit of deal.
0: Yes. Okay. And what they were saying was going to drive whether or not you've got home field advantage was the exact equivalent to a spring training game. And what happens in spring training is the players leave in the fifth, the main players leave in the fifth inning to the go of the golf course. And that's what was going on with the All-Star game. That was a fact. And so, like, we're being hypocritical. Should it just shouldn't matter or shouldn't have.
1: Like, listen. As someone who, grew- so it doesn't matter. So now that like it has literally no weight, it I think doesn't matter. No,
0: I think they've. No, I think they've done a better. Like they got that out of the way, and that's all well and good. Like here's the thing, Coop.
1: Wait. So it's why a, are you still jaded
0: by it? Well, he, he, here's. Here, I'll tell you why. I'm not jaded, but I'm realistic. And here's why I'm realistic. Because I see the players. I talk to the players. I know that, like, why you're romanticizing these guys, they're not romanticizing
1: it. So, they're, so, they're, so, my question to you then is, like, why, like, why go out of your way to, like, spoil it for everyone else?
0: Who? You. Why am I, what do you mean, am I going out of my way to spoil it for everyone else? Did I say don't watch the All Star game?
1: But you, I mean, you've never written, like, a story where you're jaded by it or anything, or that you're like, hey, you shouldn't care about it. But like, it, well, why? I did
0: say, I say well, the stories I wrote was that, that it was the fact that it was supposed to count for something was a joke. Like, I grew coop. I grew up, you know, I was eight years old, but I was like, oh my goodness, this is the best thing ever. And, you know, American League and National League, like, oh, they never played each other. Oh my goodness. it, it Actually, like, you live and die with who's playing for your team. All of that. I get it. But another thing that's killed the all-star game is the fact that you see these guys play each other all the time. And that was one of the the great things about the all-star game. You never saw these guys play it against each other. Now it's just commonplace with the American league and national league. It's going to be even more now. So that has devalued it a little bit more. Now, listen, like we just came from the home run derby and it was good. They changed the rules as much better. The presentation of it was good. Um,
1: Love the tournament style. Yeah, that's maybe the best thing that baseball has done.
0: And also, it's like now you're measuring, you know, the home run distances. You know, you're not relying on
1: Chris Berman like back, back, back with the which we disagreed about. I love that. That's my idiot brain right there.
0: Uh, Well, again, I mean that it's it's a subjective thing, but I'm just telling you that you know I just felt like this after a while. I, I did. I like it for the first five times. Sure. After a while, like, I'm like, oh, really? Like, this is do you it, think that's
1: because you spend so much time around it? Though? No, it, like, it's in, in, because I got
0: sick of listening to it. Uh, it's not, it's, there's nothing I'm not jaded by this. I'm, I'm not so jaded. A little jaded. No, well, the fact <laughs> is, the fact here's the thing is that, is that I again applaud your optimism, and, and as I've gotten to know you better, the fact that you are. Um, you do romanticize this stuff more so, like than e- I even thought you would. More so than a, like almost anybody I know. But I love that's not ball, a man. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's fine. But I do. I. Uh, it's. It's. I'm not. It behooves me to reel it in every once in a while to say, "Hey, listen. You know, when someone goes up in this this media session and asks somebody like a tough question, well, that's the job." You know, it's not. It's not always going to be like flowers and roses, and and oh, how awesome is it to be awesome? Sometimes, like you have to sit there, you have to ask the questions, and and that's what this thing that we went to today was for. It was you did a great job. Like this, I mean it. When you when you oh, asked Mike Trout, when you asked Mike Trout the question which everyone was talking about, which is about the fancy football league. Right. That's what that was made for. It's kind of,
1: it's kind of bad that like it's football was the the end all be all question that I asked today, but sorry, continue. No,
0: it's not. No, I mean, it's, it's a, it's the strangest sports, one of the strange football, baseball, hockey, basketball. It's the strangest sports story in, of the year. I mean, I think it's, it's irrefutable. And so if we can advance that and we can talk about that and that's the time to do it. And you did a good job asking that Thank of you. Mike Trout and he gave a great answer. And and so that's the time to do it. Right. I mean, that's, and you know, by the same time when, you know, we go over to Xander
1: Bogarts, you know, hey, you're going to ask him the con- I don't, I didn't well, say like, you can't ask him contract no, questions. But, but
0: I, I understand that, but it's like yours. But, some of these questions are going to be uncomfortable for these guys when they sit there, like, like Ben and Tandy. Uh, I think John Heyman went over. Oh,
1: I mean, I, I think, I think that uh, the, the vaccination questions, contract questions, it was more of just like the framing of the question. I, this was a big circle. Sur- I forgot why we got on this topic to begin with, but the whole, like someone just going up to Pete Alonzo and just being like, Hey man, like what's the worst heckle you ever got? Like I've, I feel like that's weird if you don't have like a relationship or if you're not a beat reporter where you're seeing this guy all the time and you're not knowing how to like, like you were, well, it why felt, like, that, a, it felt like a therapy so session. I, it like, just felt weird to be like, hey man, like, I don't know who you are. What's the worst thing someone ever see you?
0: But like, that's hack, a weird question. The heckling, see, but, ha- but see, I don't know. Maybe we look at heckling a different way. Is because I like you're looking heckling. at it. You're like, like, what's literally what's the worst thing that anyone's ever said to you? Where heckling, can, it's like Verdugo in, in Yankee Stadium. No, no, stadium. no,
1: that was legitimately the phrasing he used. He goes, "What's the worst heckling you ever got?" And no, Pio I understand. Like,
0: what I'm saying is that like a lot of people would take heckling and say, "Well, you know, that's that's the fun-loving banter between uh, between fans and 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 the players." Like I said, like use Verdugo as the example in the Yankee Stadium. He loves talking about that, the back and forth, you know, for the most part. So yeah, I understand why you took it that way or why you say, you know, like again, like this. It, and maybe the players would take it the wrong way if it's not phrased correctly. Because if, say, it's, um, you know, he, here's an example of a question that I don't think was asked today. Like, it, but if it was asked, it would have been super uncomfortable, yet I don't think inappropriate, which is, the LeBron James comment,
1: right? I was actually when I was in front of Mookie today. I was thinking, I was like, "Dang, no one knows who the heck I am." I could probably ask this question right now and get out of this on ski. Yeah,
0: and and so, but this is the thing: is that when you talk about, obviously, you know that gets a, that would get a lot of play, and it's a legitimate question. I mean, here's the thing: the next time the Red Sox ownership are in front of microphones,
1: Great they should be asked about this.
0: They should. The guy, LeBron James, is part of the Fenway serious stake. Sports
1: Group. The what? I mean, he's a minority owner, but he has right. serious stake in the team. Yes. You're and, not in the team, but and, the and franchise. You're have
0: like a half a percent. You, you're calling that like that group, that fan base racist, like flat-out racist, which, by the way, I don't want to go down this road, but like it's hypocritical for compared to what he said before, what he did before when he said that he had never heard anything at the garden. That's what he said before. And so now he's just saying, whatever, I don't want to get into that. But that would have been a legitimate question of this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best the power of their data wasabi another boston-based championship team thing but i want to go back to your shining moment you had two of them multiple but this was all
1: employed by me to make sure we don't talk about me and glorify (laughs) me this is you asked mike trout about fancy football i did
0: and uh, that must have felt good felt good to get the reaction it did it was a good question good answer thank you also like it's also like your senses were keen i mean that's That's a, that's a great, like, that's a good question.
1: I was originally just going to hang out there and wait for sound bites when they came up, but like everyone kept the the exact same question. What's it like to have Otani on your team? As if we Um, haven't heard that question for the last three years. Otani, like MVP, like. Which like I get, he's, he's an amazing baseball player. We will I will probably never get to watch a baseball player like him again in my life. Um. But at some point, like, I don't know, get creative. And that's why, like, I tossed that in there. And he kind of, he lit up a little bit when I had asked him that. Uh, he oh, gave, like, yeah, yeah. He was kind of like, oh, I was waiting for one of these. Yeah. Um, well, I and- mean, it was, it's also
0: like, you know, it's funny because you, obviously that was a, you know, you're talking about a physical altercation and like some of the stuff like leaked out to these guys didn't want to leak out. But at the same time, knowing how these guys' minds work, they like, there is a sense of pride that they're involved in something so bizarre.
2: Oh they yeah.
1: Are. I mean, for, for those that have continued to follow it and it developed into the owner of Barstool now being a member of the league and an employee of that league or of that company now commissioner, Stephen Shea, um, it, it's hilarious. Like just like what it's developed into and, and to know that like some of the biggest names in baseball are throwing down serious money into a league where someone has no idea who they are. Like that's hilarious. And I think, yeah, go ahead. I think, I think like trout, like in, in, he's often called like kind of, you know, lame, uh, no personality. He, he picked that question up right away and he, like he really got into it, which was fun for me to, again, dumb idiot fan like myself, it was cool to see him kind of pick that up and be like, yeah, I'm going to have fun with this question. But,
0: the, but that's, see, you asked that because, because, you know, there's a place in time to ask the the Mookie questions, the Bogarts and J.D. You know, like I I was asking them all about, I mean, to me, was you know, this is where the Red Sox sit right now. It's a very real conversation about, okay, are you buying or are you selling? And You know, how do you feel? Because all these guys, and and J.D. said this. I mean, J.D. agreed and admitted it, which is they come out, like J.D. was over the top saying, we're going to, I think this quote was, you know, if we're, you know, if I I can't bet, but if I could bet, I would bet on us. We're going to, we're a good team. We're going to show everybody, so forth and so on. But he also admitted that when they come back, if they don't win in those two weeks, then you're you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. So there's those questions, but also the question that you asked, this is – we talk about baseball not being boring and everything else. Like, there has to be more of this conversation, and that's why I think the guy like Trout liked it. I think the guy like guys in baseball like it because they know – a lot of them know they aren't boring, right? They just are so reluctant. I would hope so.
1: Otherwise, the the team therapists have got to be doing a better job.
0: No. Well, they – so this was their this that is their path to show that like oh my goodness look at they're a little bit wacky right they're yep. a little bit they're like we live we we don't live in the sterile life and you know i think that going through to all these uh different what do you call them podiums or seats?
1: podiums tables some of them had desks some of them had uh like barred tops i don't know yeah it's a weird it's a, it's a weird t- thing
0: but it's yeah so it's um yeah, some of them like had the ropes around them, like where you're like, dude, can we get rid of the ropes? I so saw that-
1: I saw someone break through the rope for Aaron Judge. It was crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the TV people were a little aggressive today. Um, they, were, they were mad. Yeah. Get so, but it, yeah.
0: So, so, um, but you know, you see like who's gonna give out their personality, who's not, and it, it, some guys like embrace it. Some guys. They're like, this is my chance to sit here and talk to a lot of different people. Like Liam Hendricks, I mean, perfect example. You sat, if you sat, I I, I watched him for like fifteen minutes. He was just rattling off the the jokes and the
1: anecdotes and And everything. He was talking to everyone too. Like, yeah, he he, I I'm really glad he's in the league. I really like that. Like, I wish the White Sox did better because I think he's a great personality. Um, And that bullpen can be a great personality as well Because we have a friend there Um, But like just seeing him interact With people and I think everyone Slowly started to understand that He was doing that because at the very Beginning small crowd by the End I saw you over there at one point And there were herds of people around Him
0: yeah and he stayed I mean he stayed to the very very end So anyway we give him a lot of credit Um, So we go through that
1: Excellent job by you uh, then oh, excellent you, job by you getting those contract questions. Someone's got to do the dirty work.
0: It's not there. It's, I mean, this is what people are interested in. It's like the numbers show it. It's just like people are interested in your Mike Trout thing. I mean, this is what they aren't interested in is, is just the, I don't know. I'm not going to give an example because they will shit on somebody, but it's, you know, it, you've got to figure out at the end of the day, Coop, like, you know, you can say, well, you know, like I want it to like be like this everyone have fun or and I can just say, "Hey, I just want, you know, I want to get the nitty-gritty or whatever it is." It's what the people want, man. Like, I think you that,
1: can have a mix. I think you just no, have to have you the can right have
0: a mix. And then this is this is exactly what you showed today, which is, you know, we had the contract stuff, we had your trout question, and but this but you know, I think that a lot of people don't get it like where in in a lot of probably people like in your corner who are like, hey, why did they ask that? Or and that hey, Coop, you talk about in the le- difference you talking about the difference between the Patriots and the Red Sox. Holy mackerel. If you ask a question, if you like, why like someone will actually like ask Bill Belichick a a needed question and you'll get a flood of like, how dare you ask him that? Like in you know, so I, there's not nearly as much as that with the Red Sox because that's just how it is. People like hating on the Red Sox more than they like hating on the Patriots. Fact is
1: that's it a, hating or being like hypercritical? No, no. like well, like the hate, one I mean, the one guy I referenced earlier, he likes to hate.
0: No, well, no, I mean, but again, this is people like you could say that, but you know who the best columnist in the city right now is? It's Dan Shaughnessy. It's, no, it's Dan Shaughnessy because you know why? You know what his job is? It's to get people talking.
1: I can and tell you right now, no one my age cares what he has to say. Right. But you know what? Put what that on the just, record. Cooper Leonard does, do? does not care what he you has to say. You just talked about him.
0: You, you're, you're still reading. You know what he says. Muted, Muted on Twitter. I don't well, care what whatever. he Whatever. I mean, that, then then don't be a hypocrite. Then How do you know what he's saying?
1: Because like I literally don't. Like, I, I don't like might what does that something. even mean? I haven't paid attention to anything okay, he has said so, in the last Okay, years so if you haven't paid him.
0: attention, maybe he just wrote like 10 straight positive stories.
1: I can tell you for a fact he doesn't have that power in him. Oh. <laughs> okay. Tanner Howe could go and get vaccinated and he wouldn't give him credit. <laughs> okay. No, but again, the, they you get people talk, whatever. I mean, we get yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting. It, more anyway. so my point was just like, I think you have to, like, in that situation, I knew what, like, would interest Mike Trout. Here's, like, and here's, the here's, ask, here's, like, here's the, the
0: here's the biggest question. Like so, the Mike Trout was at the top of the list. The question, the answer, the whole ball of wax. Number two was when you uh, you politely asked if you could like take the Rafael Devers nameplate yeah. off the lineup board, which they had rolled out to pronounce the lineups. Which I am fascinated. Like so, you're walking by, and you're saying like he's like here's my chance. Here's my chance. I'm going to ask. If I could have the Raphael Devers nameplate.
1: No, it was more of like, I, uh, not until I saw them like packaging it up and like moving that. I saw them move, the NL one and I saw the AL one still there. And I was just like, those are definitely Velcro. I could take that. And, uh, and you take, asked, you I asked. asked, yeah, I don't want to, I don't, I said I steal stuff on Twitter, but I, I don't, I'm, I would have so they, much but they, anxiety. they Like
0: I, it kind of surprised me that they were so willing to give it up.
1: They are were you just kidding like, me? they don't care. No,
0: I know why that became very clear that they don't care. Like, so, you know, the, the behind where they sit at uh, the podiums, they have their names and,
1: and yep. I saw some right? guys taking that stuff home. They
0: take that. So yep. they'll, they always usually take that as like a souvenir, but you got the best next best thing. Yeah. You've got, the, I got lineup the lineup card. card.
1: I got Raphael Devers lineup card. I mean, you are um, just floating on. How I have your- no idea how I'm getting that through TSA. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing with that it's when made I made home. it. <laughs> like it was just like it was like I want that I'm going to take it and it was a trophy for like 5 seconds until it became And then you went and
0: celebrated with
1: some tacos. It was great. The great. whole Thank you for those by the way. Oh wow, well, you know listen, I was, I... They're delicious. Some, <laughs> some Los Angeles tacos fill my belly right before we go back. You know, I mean,
0: what a day it was for you. And now, like, right after this
1: podcast we're going to a party.
0: And you know, like go party with David Ortiz. Um, so has it, uh, has in synopsis, um, and you know what I'm going to do at the end of this podcast, what, are you gonna what do? we'll do in we this go? podcast, i this just, we're going to slap on the, uh, Xander Bogart's conversation. Okay. Sound good. Sounds good. All right. Slap it. It was about like, uh, 11 minutes. We'll also separate that a little bit, but you know, I feel like it's a good, you know, this People like the like the interviews at the end. People of enjoy them. They do. So we'll slap that on there. But before we uh, before we bid adieu and head to the
1: clubs, the LA clubs, Viper Room, Viper Room. I don't know what that is. <laughs> if you want to see me have a, an anxiety attack, come down to the Viper Room.
0: It, it's funny because when I talk about LA, I had the same conversation with my son. I always default to. um the Viper Room. I say, like, oh, yeah, you're going to go party? You're going to go to the Viper Room. So, the Viper Room is in West Hollywood and it's just like a hole in the wall. But if you Google it, it's known because um, Joaquin Phoenix's brother, River Phoenix, died there. Like, oh, this sounds like an incredible place to It's like this place where, like, this, it was like no hold barred Hollywood drug use and everything. It was like the Viper Room. Why? So, Why would I want, could you picture me there? No, I can't, but that's what I mean. It's like, I want you to integrate yourself into the cliche Hollywood. Um, So, so before we go, uh, I want your impressions of the whole scene. Whole scene. I
1: loved it. I mean, like LA is weird. LA is a weird city. It's nice, but it's weird. Um, Dodger stadium. Cool. Really cool. It had that old time baseball feel. We were talking about this two weeks ago with Rich Hill, um, but it's like really big crowd was meh. Um, I don't know if that's Dodgers fans or if that's just all-star fans in general. It's home um, run derby fans. Well, I, Na- DC, the, the fans, I don't know. That might've been because of the TV, but I had some friends there that said that the crowd at the nationals, uh, home run derby was good. Uh, but I mean, like, how it's something that you grow up watching. It's the whole nostalgia factor. It's you know what everyone talks about, like all the players talk about, like growing up. Of course, like something you want to be a part of. Well, I I got to sit in and be a part of it, not taking part, but to watch it, watch a little baseball. There so that's you what go. I love doing here. There you go. Well, it's uh, palm trees and dreams. Rob, what was your takeaway? Hold on. What was your takeaway?
0: I couldn't believe how hot the sun was. (laughs) I'm just joking. It's, listen, I, I, you know, I always, I've always said this is that, you know, the media day at the all-star game is one of the most useful days, typically from my perspective. Um, if you, if you know how to – it's it can be daunting because there's a lot of guys. And if you get caught in the wrong – like you're waiting somebody out and you get caught in the wrong line of people or the, too many people are asking stupid questions and you're just like, oh, man, I don't have time for this because i got to go to the next one. But it can be one of the most useful days and you get some of the most useful stuff. That's just how it is. And, you know, like I could tell you stories about uh, – <laughs> about the all-star games, not only in media day, but the story I always remember in 2008, Manny Ramirez in the Yankee Stadium visitors clubhouse. I get him right before they close the clubhouse and he just sits inside his locker, inside his locker, and he's just out of nowhere starts going off on John Henry, goes off on John Henry. And that was like, you know, all-star Access, and that's the type of stuff. Bond that's I think it was at same time went off on like New York and like all of this, there's 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 a sense of these guys. I don't want to say their guards are down, but they they definitely. It's not just they're more relaxed, more relaxed, and maybe yeah, I think it'll maybe a little bit more relaxed. And you've been around the park long enough now, where you know it's sort of like it's everyone's running around it's hard to get guys to stop and you know they're doing their day thing and you especially
1: know, it, when they're in that, they're, the pregame routine and everything yeah it's, where like you said like guys don't take the game as serious which i don't want to think about because i enjoy the game the way it is <laughs> um but yeah like you could probably stop a guy like even like i was out on the uh, we were out uh, like during bp and we're going long here now but uh, like we were out on BP doing BP and everything, and it was like Aaron Judge, JD Devers, just catching up, like Red Sox and Yankees guys catching up, and just like you probably could have popped in there real quick and asked a question, and there were people doing that, and uh, I think that's just like the atmosphere. Like I don't think you'd be, really be able to do that midseason.
0: No, no, it's it, this. There's definitely like a, a sense of. Of with these guys, of accomplishment, of hey, you know, I'm, we're all, we are the elite of the elite. We're talking with each other. It's for the younger guys. It's cool to be sort of in that club, in that category. Yeah. So I'm not. uh, I, I think this is where you get me wrong. I know we got to go, but the, uh, I think this is where you get me wrong. Is that I am absolutely not cynical about the whole thing. Like I am the opposite. No, I'm I'm the opposite of jaded about the all. <laughs> if, if if it wasn't, if that was the case, I wouldn't be here. But like with the game, like I'll I'll am flying back during the game. Like I, I the game is is whatever. That's fine. I mean it's it's fine. But all I'm saying is that, and I think baseball as a whole, and this is a perfect example, has done a much better job of
1: presenting the everything.
0: And, you know, it's just
1: like. And of course, like I was, I'm the the stupid fan. Like I was saying with Brock, like I think MLB does the best job of the four, the major four sports of doing their uh, their all star. Not even close. Not even close. No one really, the three point competition and the dunk competition are Uh, the only thing that rival like the uh, all star weekend. I mean,
0: and that's the thing is the home run derby, the new setup, like what happened that we just witnessed. Like, that was better because they've done a competition. They don't know what to do with it
1: anymore. That wouldn't no. have been the only thing. I mean, we got we got Albert Pujols in his final year where he can barely hit a home run. Come out and make it to the second round, beating the, the guy.
0: Way, and by the way, Coop, the guys who are in the finals are – how old are they?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how old Julio Rodriguez is, but uh, Juan Soto is a year younger than me. He's yeah, Julio three.
0: Rodriguez is like 12. You know, it's like – it's crazy. I mean, and this is and this is what's great. And and these guys and you see Soto at the end where he wins and he throws he throws a bat. It's like he's gonna hit somebody.
1: That's I I took a video of it. I've been meaning to look back and just see where that lands because he launched that and everyone came running in. Yeah, so, so it's just a projectile. Yeah, I
0: I do think, you know ever and maybe i don't know if it's a coincidence ever since we started making the t-shirts or not but i do think that a lot of these guys and we're seeing it like it feels like a younger baseball it feels like that's how it feels spry it feels like they have a little a spry skip, baseball a little skip in their step
1: yeah right all right rob, of, rob, uh, rob can i tell you something yeah i don't think you're jaded about the game i was just giving you a little guff uh no, I'm jaded about the All
0: Star the actual game.
1: Yes. Okay, okay, right. so that was
0: correct. Well, I'm not jaded. I'm Why real, do you hate the All Star game? I'm realistic. <laughs> That's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll reconvene. All right. Um, well, here's uh, here's ender Bogart's talking at the
2: aforementioned All Star game. Uh, I mean, obviously, we had a rough, a rough, ending of the first half. I would say, you know, a little. Some losses were pretty, pretty tough, you know, but. I mean, we're still in it, you know, we're still right there. Obviously, we know that the, the division was, I mean, realistically, it was, it was a little far, you know, I mean, nothing's impossible, but it's just a little far, and the wide car race, I feel like it's very tight, you know, if we're right in, in the heat of it, so, I mean, we. we if you ask anyone, if we want to be in this position, you know, obviously, you want a division, but we're, we're in a pretty good spot still. And,
0: I mean, it goes without saying that with this group, you guys have been together for so long. It's like we, you would prefer to add to it, I would imagine. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I would think everyone at Clubhouse would, would think the same way. You know, uh, as I said, we're right, we're right there. Uh, obviously, we saw what the trade deadline did for us last year. It just pushed us over over the limit I mean it just made us much a, much a better team and uh, hopefully we can have an addition this year you know be the same and uh, I mean if that's the mindset that, that they have you know it would be, it would be great i a tough question right so the we talked
0: about last year's situation and does it feel are you a little more uneasy about your situation than you were like a month ago or a couple of weeks ago because of
2: like you said you're still in it mhm yeah. Uh, I mean, we could have been in a much worse spot. You know? <laughs> yeah, we could have been in a much worse spot. Uh, obviously, after the way we started all the season, but I mean, I still feel like we're we're right there. But for you, for me, no, I feel I feel pretty comfortable in the way in the, in the so position that we're in. Tonight, like I don't think that um, why why think you why it should be that we're. Uh, we're sellers at this point. I think we're right there for the second wide card spot. We're coming into the week, we were probably ahead in the wild card race. So I don't see why anyone said like hey fire sale or anything like that. I mean, I, I wouldn't think like that. So, can we panic over the Yankees and your pitcher breaking his finger? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, if someone knew that was going to happen, yeah. Sale would have probably thrown a different pitch, yeah, you know, yeah. get a different result, but those are stuff that happens in the game that are I mean you, you can't even control those type of stuff you can't even expect anything like that to happen and obviously we know how much what type of pitcher he is what the, 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 the caliber of pitcher he is and I mean for him to go down it was, it was a, a tough scene to see but I mean, I feel like to replace him is, is something that's hard to do, but you know, it's, in times like this, guys, just got to step up, you know, whoever's next and just try to do a remotely closed job, you know, because, I mean, it's going to be hard to do the same thing that he does. How much do you want to be in the seat wearing that uniform at these things for the years to come? I mean, it will be special, you know. Uh, Obviously, as a player, you want to get to the big leagues, and if there's a chance to stay with the same team for for the entirety of the yeah. career, you know, but sometimes those things aren't aren't in your control. But if it's something definitely that you would like on a personal level, yeah, for sure. You know, I think everyone, for the most part, would say the same. Uh, but as I said, sometimes stuff is just not in your in your in your hands. Have you had any discussions recently with them about no. the contract? No.
0: Would you, would you like to or at this point is it like hey let's just
1: focus on the season We'll put this on the back burner and deal with it at the end of the year I
2: mean that's a tough question you know uh, But I mean as I said at this point we haven't had anything so I mean I wouldn't even put much thought to that Like, like If we hadn't had anything up to this point I'm, I'm not assuming anything would happen because he hasn't so far. We talked about how you improved, like at the end of the year, defensively,
0: like numbers, and you seem to be sort of improving, improving. Do you feel like this is, other than the power numbers, do you feel like this is the best as for a sure. player?
2: You uh, are? for sure. I was saying 15, also. I mean, that was that was one of my first good defensive years. Especially coming up from the minors, you know. With this, just inconsistent and it started fourteen being a tough year you know it's my first full year in the big leagues so that I kind of like put everything together Learned a lot hitting wise defensively and yeah i you know feeling a, in a really good spot defensively I've been in, in some good positions obviously the drills that we do before the games it's been huge uh, as I said last year I mean I know I ended the season strong on that note so it's, it's, it's been fun to uh, kind of carry it over this year I know I started pretty, pretty rough just trying to get I mean, used to, I miss a lot of time. It's been training. I was DHLR. It's been training, so it was it was kind of tough for you to be making plays. And once you get used to making the routine plays and just making plays, it just gets more comfortable and easier. This year we're seeing a lot more position players pitching. I, don't know, I wish I had that, but I can't have everything. <laughs> no, you know? I can't have everything. But <laughs> he, I know. I saw it. It was like a routine ball coming in and. Yeah. As soon as he placed his feet and replaced, uh, it was he wound yours. up. It's kind of like that O'Neill Cruz guy, you know, the guy with yeah. the pirates. Uh, I wouldn't say the same because the other guy is bigger, taller, you know, so you would expect that. But yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like this, this guy kid, was, this yeah. kid wound up. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. Do you have a teammate? Why don't he go these last couple of years, especially since he's been uh, added to the team when we signed him to, to, the, to that deal? Uh, and it's fun, man. I feel like every year we've uh, we've improved. Um, I feel like we help the team to to, to be in a good position, have uh, the team winning, getting to the playoffs and stuff like that. So, I mean, I would definitely say it's fun being able to be around. Instead of being here on your own, you know, with, with, with no other teammates. I mean, either way, it's, it's, it's good, it's a good experience, but being here with teammates and, and guys that you see grind throughout the uh, the whole year and, and throughout the past years is fun. Give me your best private jet store. <laughs>
0: I don't have much. Oh, I mean, come just, on. No. Nah. Because you, you've gone now, every
2: time you do one of these, you guys. No, nah, I, I just say, just, nah, just playing cards on it, whatever. I mean, it's. It's whatever. <laughs> it's, ni- it's nice, you know, and especially when a team hooks you up. It's, it's very nice.
1: Bogie, I was talking to Kyle Schwarber and Mookie, and they were just sort of talking about your leadership style, and Kyle was saying you were one of the guys that made him feel the most comfortable when he showed up last year. How would you describe your leadership style? Because you're not always the most vocal uh, guy. I don't
2: know. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, just coming from another team, you know, is... I know he 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 he's played in big market before, he's played with the Cubs, you know, but I feel like playing in Boston, playing playing in family sometimes can be a little different, you know, and I mean as soon as he came to our team it was like damn this guy can really thrive here, you know. And I and I don't know if that's okay. from his experiences with the Cubs, you know, and the World Series runs and stuff like they had over there but I mean his personality just is man like like guy's fearless, you know guy doesn't not afraid of anyone. He's just going out there, hit bombs, like devastating. Hey, what you, what you gonna do? he's like, he I'm gonna hit homers today. You know, I'm like, damn, this guy is just man. Like, he is just, this is, he's unbelievable, man. And, and uh, it was really fun having him on our team because he, he, definitely carried us for, for a while. You know, especially when a lot of us was out, including myself. He, he picked it up on his big back that he has and just carried us. Yeah.
1: How much pride do you take in that, being a leader? Because, you know, I remember when you came up in 2013, it's kind of funny to like, think about it now, but so many people with the Red Sox organization look up to you. How much pride do you take in being a leader and being able to help people, whether they're young players or veteran players, who are coming into that clubhouse and coming into the Boston environment, which, like you said, it's not necessarily the easiest no, to adjust to.
2: That's the thing. That's the main thing, I would say. It's not, it's not the easiest okay, thing. It's uh, obviously, it's, it's Major far League far. Baseball all around the world, uh, all around the U.S., different teams, but... Playing in Boston, I would say it's, it's, it's definitely tougher than your usual. I mean, I'm, I'm not it in a bad way, but like Oakland, you know, or like or like Milwaukee or whatever. Although they Milwaukee is winning, but it's just different in Boston. And I mean, the expectation is like, especially if you get a big name added added to a team like that. I mean, this guy's coming here to to produce, you know. He's not coming here to make diving catches, uh, throwing our guys at home. This guy's coming here to rake and. Sometimes you start off a little slow, but I mean, it's just... Just staying the course and, and, and knowing who you are, believing in yourself. Sometimes it gets it gets tough when you try to do a little too much it's tough and stuff isn't going your way, you know, and, and, and that can dig in a really big hole. See what David said the other day? No, about you endeavors. Oh. oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that piece. <laughs> I mean, hey, he's he's been here for a while, you know, and I mean, he's he's definitely one of, one of the legends here with the Red Sox and in the game in general, you know, and for him to speak highly. of of me and Devers. Obviously he would say the same about JD too, you know, he he says it multiple times whenever he's in the clubhouse and stuff like that, in the cage, but I would say it's, 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 it's definitely an honor appreciate appreciate a lot when it comes to someone like that. One of the things he said was like, what you were talking about
0: about in Boston. Like if you you know if you can know you have a guy in Boston,
2: you you know you have a guy in Boston. Just like him, you know. I mean, I'm, not, I'm definitely not the same player that he was. and I, I won't be. But he he knows because he's he's experienced it. You know, he knows that he's he's been a franchise guy for like years. You know, and, and, and he's, he's been able to produce. Psh, I mean, I, I remember sometimes they counted him out, you know, and it's like his numbers was a little shaky, you know. And I remember John Freire was only, you know, playing against lefties, and uh, I mean, that didn't go well. That didn't sit well. And it's just so much stories with him, like you know. And he would be hitting good, and he play like, hey, who we who we playing now, and it would be like three ish ish teams, and then he would be like, oh, okay, this time like to get his numbers up, and I mean he would do it, you know, like. It's just the mindset that he had and the ability that he had to do that, it was,
0: it was, it was incredible.